With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Welcome to the good news. Excited about today's show. Uh, there is a, a Dr. Karen that works with my father and, uh, you know, he manages his diabetes through um, weight, through diet and exercise. And maybe he weighs, um, I don't know, maybe 140 some pounds, maybe even to the 130s, which is like, whoa. Um, and he's short, though. He's like 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, but my mom, on the other hand, is, you know, around 200 and something. I don't know. I don't, I don't ask her. And so her diabetes is a little crazy, a little more out of control. And Dr. Karen had really changed my dad's diet and my stepmom as well. And they're thinner now than they were when they were younger. He's oh. 80. My, my, my stepmom's a lot younger. Like, uh, oh, probably, yeah. Okay. Early 60s, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so Dr. Karen uh, turned them into vegans. Now, my dad does. Now, he says he's a flexitarian, which <laughs> I taught him, which means you generally don't eat a lot of meat, but you're flexible about it. Oh, yeah. So Dr. Karen will join us later. And you hear Beatrice Bruno here, the drill sergeant of life, author and speaker. Hello, and she, everyone. Hi. She's joining us for the first segment. How are you doing? Do you have a good holiday? I had a wonderful holiday. Yeah, I did. It was just, it was awesome. It really was. Had a, had a good time. Got some rest, much needed rest, and um, just chilled out. Sounds nice. Yeah. And I know I send you out every week to get good news for me, so we'll uh, follow up with you on that in a minute. But let's start with our stories first. I don't know if you have a feisty little girl. One of my girls is pretty feisty, <laughs> and her kindergarten teacher says she thinks she's the mayor of the room. You know, All she's right. running the room, running the kindergarten. She's mm-hmm. letting everyone know what to do, how to handle things, and so it drives the teacher crazy, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this little girl cracks me up. She is basically the, trying to do her five-point harness, the seatbelt, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in the uh, children's child seat. And the older sister's like, Daddy, are you going to help Sissy? Because they're hard to do. Yeah. That bottom latch has two little clips that go in. Yeah. And then it's all over your body and clips at your stomach. So anyway, her dad wants to help. And she says, she tells him, worry about yourself. All right. Yeah. And, and then she, at the end, she's like, oh, you just drive. You drive. You go. You drive. You worry about yourself. <laughs> and she's trying to. So I'm sure with siblings, we tell our kids oh that my a lot, gosh. right? Worry about yourself. So take a listen to this a little girl t- telling her dad, but telling it like it is. I love that. Why about yourself? Why about yourself? Can I help? No. I help. I don't. You can help when more out to you, okay? You can help when we are out to you. Okay. Do you have this to see? Probably. You want me to help, Rose? No, thank you. No, thank you. What do you want me to do? Why about yourself? Don't <laughs> worry. Why about yourself? <laughs> I'll do this one too. <laughs> Go drive. Go drive. Go. Worry about yourself. Isn't oh that my hilarious? gosh, that's hilarious. Oh. oh, 
Well, I can just see her little face. No, you yeah. just try. She, she actually uses her <laughs> finger, too. You go. You worry about yourself. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. All right. So um, Moose and I, when we listened to this good news story that I sent him, he said he immediately thought of you <laughs> and another one of our guests, Michelle Ron, that you were two of the women that might behave like this grandmother. Mm. She's 92. Now, imagine coming out of, like, Walmart, and you've got all your groceries, and you've got a little bit of cash in your car. And someone threatens to kill you with a gun and take everything. Mm. Well, most of us would be terrified and react in, you know, probably a very excited manner, scared, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe very emotional. Mm -hmm. Well, listen to how this grandmother, I believe she's 92, how she handled it. (laughs) I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins. 92-year-old Pauline Jacoby reads her Bible every day. Her strong faith keeps her going in life and in the process may have saved it. Jacoby had just finished putting away her groceries inside her car at a nearby Walmart. Only seconds after Jacoby got into her car, a man jumped in the passenger side. The man told Jacoby he had a gun and that he would shoot her if she didn't give him money. I said, no, I'm not going to give him my money. Jacoby told him no three times. Then she started to talk to him. You know, as quick as you kill me, I'll go to heaven and you go to hell. That's what she said. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I mean, she's so as quickly as you kill me, I will go to heaven and you'll go straight to hell. That's right. So then she starts to minister to him in the car. And you will not believe how this ends. I cannot believe the power of a 92-year-old woman and her faith put into action. How this ends, you will not believe it. Let's roll. She told him to ask God for forgiveness. I said, Jesus is in this car and he goes with me everywhere I go. And uh, (laughs) he just sort of looked around, and the tears began coming in his eyes. Jacoby ministered the man for 10 minutes inside her car. And he says, I I think I'll go home and pray tonight. I said, you don't have to wait tonight. You can just pray anytime you want to. As tears were rolling down the man's face, Jacoby voluntarily gave him all the money she had. Ten dollars. And when I told him I was going to get him the money, I said, "Don't you spend it on whiskey either." <laughs> the man thanked her for the money, and then reached over and kissed me on the cheek <laughs> and walked away. He walked away. I am sorry, but that is a miracle. That's awesome. He's That's threatening awesome. to kill her, holding a gun to her head, trying to get whatever she has. Mm-hmm. She ministers to him to the point where he's crying, says mm-hmm. he's going to start praying, and kisses her on the cheek. You know, I'd still be terrified. And she just let him kiss her on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. The power of a 92-year-old woman and her faith to the minister to a God. hurting person. Yeah. Yes. That's the power of God. You know, and, and people people try to figure out what that thing is that a person has. Yeah. That's the anointing of God. Because when God starts talking in any given situation, you know God is present. Okay. And that young man knew that God was present. Okay. His need may have been to rob this old lady or kill her, whichever came first. But the need of God was to get in touch with his soul. Okay, in the army, we had to say, your behind belongs to me as a drill sergeant, but your soul belongs to God. Okay, so we're going to do what we got to do to you. 
So she did what she had to do because that young man's soul belonged to God. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. I love that story. I used it on uh, another one of my shows, too, and it just so touched my heart just to hear her mm. talk so calmly mm. about mm-hmm. Jesus and, you know, if you kill me, I'm going to heaven, you're going to hell. That's right. And to minister to him about, you know, you don't need to wait to go home to pray. You can pray to God anytime you want. That's awesome. You know, Jesus is in this car, and he's looking around looking for Jesus. <laughs> wait, where is he? Is he, beh- is he in the back seat? Oh, gosh. That's all right. All right. So uh, this is a really neat story about, you know, Beatrice, when you're in the military, that bond you have with your brothers and sisters who were in the army with you is a, is a drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. And this uh, the, this vet, um, I think he in the 60s, uh, he joined the military. And you will not believe how he was reunited with one of his buddies that he was so close to. Ends up they were so close to each other for 18 years. Mm. And then he finally found out, oh, my, you're that you're that guy? Oh my gosh, that's funny. So take a listen to this, uh, these vets reuniting. October 6, 1966. The day Roger Watson was drafted. The day he met a friend who never quite left his memory, Dave Brown. Back then, if you were 19 years old and weren't in school, you were in the Army. Dave remembers Roger, too. They were both from northwest Detroit and went through basic training in Fort Hood, Texas, then came home for one month before going to Vietnam. After that, we never did see one another. Dave had heard Roger was wounded early in his tour, but never learned if he had survived. Meanwhile, Roger had gotten married, had kids, and settled down on Franklin Street in Berkeley. About five years ago, Roger befriended a neighbor, Peggy. She lived just kitty corner from him. We turned a wave, and then it went from a little wave to coming up to the fence and chatting a little bit. They birdwatched together and exchanged emails. Little did Roger know, Peggy was married to Dave. And the pieces began falling together late October when Peggy noticed Roger was a wounded vet. Okay, so the pieces are starting to fall together. Mm-hmm. Dave Brown, Peggy's married to a Dave. Her name's Peggy Brown, you know, so there's more to the story. It's very heartwarming. Mm. And then she noticed on his hat that was in the deck uh, a 9th Infantry uh, patch. The same 9th Infantry Dave had served in. <laughs> By God, it's, it was Roger. I'll tell you the truth, it's... I was flabbergasted. We've been neighbors for 18 years uh, and didn't didn't realize here we were. The odds probably slimmer than the fence that separates their yards. He came running out of the out of the uh, house and uh, over to the corner, had to beat back the the brush over there to get through, and uh, we just shook hands and uh, just couldn't believe it. It was just incredible feeling, uh, just amazing. Long-lost friendship reclaimed after almost half a century. Grow very old and watch our grandchildren grow up. We're going to share a beer every now and then, and uh, I think we're going to be be, uh, seeing a lot more of each other now. When you have decades of catching up to do, it helps to live just 150 feet apart. Believable. Unbelievable. awesome. You know, you don't realize... As military members, as as fellow um, veterans, you can't understand the closeness that we all share. I believe it. Because we've been through some stuff that other people, these kids coming back from Afghanistan, mm-hmm. though you talk about a brotherhood, mm-hmm. okay, because when you see somebody that's wearing that uniform, that's why we get upset with people that's faking it. Yeah, and wear the uniform to get the perks. Yeah, you know, but when you see military people that really cling to each other that's because we had no one when we were stationed overseas when I went to Germany the first time I was all of 20 years old 
And when I got over there, all I knew was a green uniform. That's all I knew. And, of course, we had civilians, you know, and, and we loved the civilians, too, because they were Americans like us. But all we had was that green uniform, and that's what gave us a commonality. You know, when we saw each other, where we, whether we were downtown, Heidelberg, Stuttgart, wherever, or, or, or on base, we knew that we had brothers and sisters that we can always count on, that we could always depend on. And that's just awesome. They've been living next door to each other for all these years. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I'm loving it. I just thought that story was so neat. Oh, wow. All right. I'm going to share, um, if we have time, two more stories, and then I want to hear your good news story as okay. well, Beatrice. So, um, you know, this, this family, uh, they've got five kids and seven grandkids, and their kids are almost all out of the house. And so they're, you know, we're getting ready to retire in the next, you know, 10 years or so and kind of getting ready to be empty nesters and they're foster parents. So they start fostering these two young kids and they find out there's actually seven siblings who've been bounced around in foster Aww. care and they just could not just foster the two little ones. They, they're as young as two up yeah. to 14 and they've been bounced around, all seven of them. And so this older couple, not retired yet, but, you know, ready to have the kids move out, uh, decided that not only would they foster them, they adopted all seven. So on their mantle for uh, Christmas, they had 19 kid and grandkid stockings and two of theirs. They had 21 stockings on the oh mantle. They are a family of 21 now. Wow. Yeah. And so here's a little bit on the story uh, about uh, the Baldwins in Minnesota. You know, Minnesota, Minnesota people are so nice. Oh, yeah. And uh, how, how and why they decided to take in these kids and be their forever family. That's awesome. The sound of little feet on the floor is something the Baldwins thought they were past. We're going back into a world that we've been out of for a long time. They were headed toward being empty nesters, but now they have a full house and a full mantle for Christmas. You tell people you're adopting seven kids and they're like, what, what's wrong with you? Are you crazy? When the Baldwins took in Lily and Tristan in February, they couldn't say no to the faces of Shanda, AJ, Ryan, Danny, and Cameron. You'd think about them leaving and you just get like somebody was taking your children from you. It's just the worst feeling. The kids had been passed around from foster home to foster home, but today they found their forever home. The Baldwins adopted them, giving the siblings a new last name and a sense of stability. It's good to know that we're not going to be bounced back and forth into the system, so it's great. The brothers and sisters are now all under one roof with the same parents. And when they called us mom and dad for the first time, we knew. They really love us. <laughs> We're not just holders of this group. I think we started calling them mom and dad because we felt like we had a sense of security and we didn't have to worry that they weren't going to be our mom and dad. They know it won't be easy being parents to seven more children, but they say they're relying on their faith and hope to get them through and give these kids a future they may not have had. Oh, come on. Are you Amen. kidding me? That's awesome. It's amazing. I, how could you separate them? I just... How could you separate those those babies? I know, but come on, seven kids, that's a lot to take on. Yeah, it is. But it's fun. I, yeah, I, I agree. I yeah. just, oh, how do you turn them away? You know, how do you turn them away? Oh, my goodness. Well, God well, bless those God, God, bless, God bless that family. family. Well, Beatrice Bruno, I'm telling you... Um, I have to say, you know, every week I send you out because you're a speaker and an author and you meet a lot of people. You're very active in the community and in your work and a lot of networking. And I always ask you to look for good news while you're out there and you always come through. So what do you have for us this week? Angie, you remember that poem called Footprints in yeah, the Sand? Yeah, Well, remember how for years it's been said that it's anonymous. They never knew who wrote it. 
Well, I met this lady. Um, I've known her for quite some time. You know, Kathy B. Hampton. She's an, out in L.A. She's a singer songwriter. She's oh, a TV no, personality. I, I don't know her. Well, she met this lady. OK, by, by chance. And she went into the lady's house, older lady, and she started digging through some files the lady had. And she came out with these papers. And, and what I'm showing Angie is this paper with you can just barely see the writing. But what it is, is footprints in the sand that this lady wrote when she was a teenager wow. and she had never put her name on it. And when she met with Kathy B., Kathy, you know, said, we've got to tell somebody about this. And so Kathy B. has this project. It's called Footprints Miracles. And it's all it all stems around this poem, Footprints in the Sand. Well, I was with Kathy back in October out at um, CEO Space out in in, um, in Henderson, Nevada. And I was at this in-room presentation that she was given. I always used to wear this necklace and it was a heart with footprints on it. And on the back of it, the last two lines of the footprints in the sand. Yeah. And so she started talking about this. And I heard the Lord say to me, give her the necklace. And I, at first I was like, oh, I'm going to give her my necklace. I love this necklace. And he said, give her the necklace. And as she finished up her presentation, I took the necklace off and I said, here, this is for you. I had, bought, I had purchased that almost 20 years ago. Wow. And had been wearing it ever since. But I had bought it for her. Isn't that crazy? Because this this poem means so much to so many people. Yeah. And it's always been anonymous. And now we know that it's by um, Mary Stevenson. And she wrote it in the winter of 1936. All right. We still have a couple minutes left. So why don't you read it? I, mean, I think most people have heard it, but let's read it anyway. One night I dreamed I was walking along the beach with the Lord. Many scenes from my life flashed across the sky. In each scene, I noticed footprints in the sand. Sometimes there were two sets of footprints. Other times there were one set of footprints. This bothered me because I noticed that during the low periods of my life, when I was suffering from anguish, sorrow, or defeat, I could see only one set of footprints. So I said to the Lord, you promised me, Lord, that if I followed you, you would walk with me always. But I noticed that during the most trying periods of my life, there have only been one set of prints in the sand. Why? When I needed you most, you had not been there for me. The Lord replied, the times when you have seen only one set of footprints is when I carried you. It's beautiful, isn't it? Amen. Yes, it is. Why has it meant so much to you, you think? You know, there have been so many times that I thought I was out there doing it by myself. But now I know that God was carrying me and I needed that. But, you know, I just want people to know about Kathy B's project. And it's um, www.footprintsmiracles.com. If you have a miracle, a footprint miracle, get in touch with her. Tell her Beatrice, the, the drill sergeant of life, sent you. www.footprintsmiracles.com. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. You know, that... Um, my brother who was murdered, he'd done this painting, he was very artistic, of a guy walking in the sand. Mm -hmm. And during, like, after he was killed, and then um, I broke up with my, my, my boyfriend at the time. He was a weatherman in L.A. I was a weather woman. I thought, oh, what a... What a perfect pairing. <laughs> a strong Hispanic man he was, Jorge. <laughs> Ended up that he died of alcoholism later, oh. so I knew I'd made the right choice. Yeah. But then at his funeral, they put pictures of me up, like he had kept my pictures up in his house. Because oh. he knew I was a really strong Christian, and he got some hope for me. And so was his mother, yeah. who had died when he was real young. Yeah. So anyway, with, um, to make a long story short, so it was kind of a painful time, you know, really sad. I cared about him, but knew I didn't want to have an alcoholic as a husband mm -hmm. or father of my children. Mm -hmm. And then my brother had died shortly before that, and I was alone 
alone in LA and not really in touch with anyone in my family. And so I looked out on the beach and no one was on the beach because it was, it was like a storm mm-hmm. and really windy, sand blown all over and cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one guy walking all by himself on the beach. And then I turned and my brother had painted that footprints in the sand. Mm. And it was like the same scene. Mm. It, it looked like the same, like my brother had drawn that, that what was going on right there. Yeah. It was just crazy to me. Wow. And it, it was during a time when I started going back to church and God gave me right at that moment, such a sense of peace yeah. that it was like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Just an extreme sense of peace. Yeah. Beatrice, your website, in case people want to get your books or have you speak at an event. DrillSergeantOfLife.com. That is an easy, easy website, drillsergeantoflife.com. Coming up next, Dr. Karen, he really turned my dad's health around. She really turned my dad's health around with uh, the way she eats now. She's lost a ton of weight, so she'll tell us all about that next. God's Love Lives, 810 KLVZ. You know, I was living in my van at the time. And that's when I found myself in uh, the park. There was no reason that seemed to go on. I had nothing to live for. I found myself sitting on that park bench with a bottle of whiskey in one hand and a gun in the other. Finished the whiskey and stuck the gun in my mouth and pulled the trigger. The bullet bounced off my C1 vertebrae and lodged behind my ear. I was in the hospital for about 10 days. And then after a thorough mental mental health evaluation, they pretty much booted me out on the street. And then everything went downhill. I started drinking. About six weeks later, I was in detox again. And a nice lady at detox just looked at me and said, boy, with your story, you need to get into a better program or you're not going to be alive very long. And she helped me get into the downtown Denver Rescue Mission. And and here I am today because of that. And I've got my great family. They love me. And I spend more time with them than anybody. And life is good. To find out how you can help people just like Joe, go to denverrescuemission.org. Your next shopping trip could change the lives of some very special people right here in Colorado. When you shop at ARC Thrift Stores, you'll not only save money, but you'll also give back to our community by helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, just like these ARC ambassadors. A lot of people, they have misconceptions about people with disabilities. A lot of them think that we can't do things that other people can do, and that's just not true. We can do what other people can do. It may take us a little bit more time to do it, but we can. We're just like any other human being. We have feelings and we have emotions, and if given the chance, we can show. And I think that ARC has done a very good job at showing that. I like it there, and it helps me out to learn about reading off the labels and stuff. like helping out different people, a lot of different people I help out. Find the ARC store near you at arcthrift.org. It's nonprofit, and it's a great company to work for and a great place to shop. And remember, every Saturday, you get 50% off most items in the store. I know you have dreams and goals, but how do you reach them? Well, last year I learned. I met Carrie Conley with Infinite Nation. I attended her conference and I wrote out my vision. And so if people want to achieve their goals and attend the conference, Carrie, uh, you've got a discount for my listeners. Tell people what they'll learn. I do. So if you go to my website, infinitenation.com, you'll see all the information on the event of the year you do not want to miss if you plan to have a rock in 2015. My website is infinitenation.com. And we're two days of getting your vision down, uh, getting your mindset around money, learning how to market your business more effectively, uh, talking about health, 
writing a book for the year. It's truly everything and a great big awesome party called Viva La Vision planned for Friday night. And I see it as a roadmap to success that you give us the highways to take to reach the goals really, you know. Your website again, Carrie? InfiniteNation.com. How do they get the discount? They can simply email me through my website at InfiniteNation.com. And mention Angie and you get a discount. That's right. Thanks, Carrie. Hear about our victory in Jesus Christ. You are listening to 810 AM KLVZ. God's love lives. Welcome back to the good news. Well, if you listen to my show, you know I'm really into nutrition and exercise, and I try to be as healthy as I can. But I have to tell you, I really respect people who are vegans or go really hardcore healthy. Uh, my hat's off to them. Now, I, you probably heard me talk about family camp. I go with my dad to a people's camp, and he teaches Tai Chi there. But the food is all extremely healthy. And so he was invited to this camp by one of his Tai Chi students, who's also a doctor. And Dr. Karen Vercota has become a friend of mine because she she had initially kind of taught my dad and stepmom how to eat in a manner that would get their weight down because my dad has diabetes and he weighs like 130 or 140 or something now. And he really manages his diabetes through diet. And at the time, um, he was completely vegan. Now he calls himself a flexitarian. And so I have Dr. Um, Ricotta on the line. Hi, Dr. Karen. Hi, how are you doing? So, Daddy, isn't that funny? I told him that term, you know, flexitarian. I said, look, Dad, I don't eat very much meat, but from time to time I, do, I eat grass-fed beef. And I said, so I'm a flexitarian. So now he's taking that over, and he thinks he's teaching me the term. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, well, you know, I'm a flexitarian. I'm like, I know I taught you that. But overall, they really have changed their diet, and they've learned a lot from you. And you've lost a ton of weight by eating this way. I lost 60 pounds, yeah. That is because I never saw you bigger. I only I met you when you were littler, okay. and and so I so you t- talk just about before we get into the pl- eating plan you want to talk about that can reverse you know health problems. Let's talk a little bit about how you turned your life around. Sixty pounds is a lot, and I know from your daughter that you used to drink a lot of soda. Um, well, I, I went to um, we have a local group of holistic physicians, and they were talking about how do we sort through this information? How do we know what the right thing is to eat? And there were three doctors that were talking about the eat right for your blood type, and they didn't look very healthy. <laughs> and then there were about five doctors that were talking about the paleo diet, and they really had, you know, that curved uh, skeleton and grayish complexion that makes you think of osteoporosis. And I thought, they don't look that great. And, and I looked at these 20 doctors, uh, Ph.D., nutritionists, chiropractors, medical doctors, they were standing up for this forks over knives diet, and I thought, all right, I'm going to have what they're having. Wow. So I went home that day, and I went on the diet, and within 12 hours, like every ache and pain in my body got better. Really? And I lost seven pounds the first week and then five pounds the second week, and I thought, well, geez, something is, something's getting better already. So that gave me the encouragement to stick with it. The, it was very difficult because I didn't really know how to cook like that. Yeah, yes, and you do now because I know because of your recipes and what we eat while we're up at camp, and I always think to myself, I could eat this way, but, you know, doing all the cooking and figuring it all out, you know, you kind of do that for us while we're at camp, and I always follow, you know, the vegetarian, vegan plan that you put out. Yeah, um, and it's easy once you find um, find the right people, like Lindsay Nixon has a... Um, happy, uh, everyday happy herbivore. Uh, she's easy to find on the internet. Uh, um, and I don't know, I think she's got 200 different recipes that you can make in 30 minutes or less. I like that. 
so yeah, it's easy. A lot of it's one pot cooking. Um, it saves you about eighty percent on the grocery bill. Well, I know that um, you know you uh, after medical school, uh, you practiced traditional medicine for about fourteen years, and then you opened your own practice in integrative medicine. And my doctor out here where I live, he also practices that. And I love the combination of like the Eastern and the Western because oftentimes my doctor will come up with ways for me to solve a problem that don't involve surgery, that don't involve a lot of prescription drugs. So I like the other options to try to do it a natural, holistic way first, and then resort to the traditional medicine medicine if all else fails but as you've done you've completely like remodeled your body through this way of eating and you'd sent me an article by Dean Ornish and I know I think he's worked with um, former president Bill Clinton and to help reverse his heart disease. He is Bill Clinton's uh, personal physician. Oh I love it I knew there was a uh, tie-in there and he you wanted to kind of get out the good news that chronic disease is preventable and in many cases reversible with lifestyle and diet changes so let's talk about that because I know you're very passionate about this. Well, you know, one of the most amazing things in that article is that they found um, through the comprehensive lifestyle changes of diet and exercise that they changed the expression of 501 genes in just three months. What? How does that explain that? So genes, um, you know, can act one way if you eat a high-fat diet and another way if you eat a low-fat diet. Really? That when we eat a lot of leafy greens, that um, turns on a process called methylation. Methyl is a one carbon and three hydrogen. When you uh, methylate easily, it's like greasing the gates, like everything opens more easily. So all functions of life, like making neurotransmitters that help with serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine that help with mood and motivation and ability to get things done. All that happens, you know, so depression gets better, anxiety goes away, sleep is more sound, you're able to stay on track, and uh, exercise, you know, that all happens because you're turning on those genes with eating all those colorful vegetables. Yeah, and you're eating like close to the earth, like not out of a box, not with all kinds of ingredients you can't pronounce, just real food. And I have to say, you know, you and your husband, you're not grandparents yet, but your kids are grown. And when I see you guys at camp, your husbands are always running and swimming. He's very fit. And now you, 60 pounds lighter, you're out there running and doing all the stuff that the I young people are doing. A day, yeah. Oh my gosh, seven a day. You are a nut. That's awesome. And the last time I saw you, you were running at the side of the road and we rolled, stopped the car and rolled down the window to say goodbye when we were leaving camp and you were out there doing your seven miles. Yeah, well, a lot of times people hesitate to um, partake in a new program because they, they can't wait. They can't wait a year. But it was interesting to me that um, in the study that Dr. Ornish talked about that they increased the ejection fraction, how much their blood, their heart pumped in just 24 days. Wow. Just 24 days. All I right, mean, that's Dr. fast. That's really fast. So, Dr. Karen, let's talk about the lifestyle changes and start with, uh, did we talk enough about the whole foods and plant-based nutrition? Because you're vegan, so let's touch on that, and then we'll get into the stress reduction. Well, the rules about what plant-based nutrition is, no animal products, that's no dairy, eggs, uh, meat, fish, um, uh, eating six to ten colorful vegetables a day, no oil, not one drop, and I'd say that was one of the hardest things, no oil, not oh. one drop, and limited nuts and seeds, so less than uh, two tablespoons of um, nuts or seeds in a day, or less than, like if you weighed out three walnuts, less than that in nuts and seeds in a day. 
Whoa. Yeah. So that I get, I remember a lot of this because uh, uh, when I've stayed with my dad, you know, his wife uh, was following this very closely and uh, you know, the no dairy, a little bit rough for me, but I eat a lot of nuts, you know, my salad to replace the meat. So this isn't just a straight vegetarian or vegan. This is also very low fat and no meat uh, uh, products, no dairy. So if it's related to the animal, even, you know, if it wasn't actually an animal, um, the dairy would count as well. Yeah, the article that was published in the American Journal of Family Practice uh, this summer uh, showed that uh, 93% of people in the study had um, reversal, uh, decreased atherosclerosis on angiogram studies over the three and a half years that they followed them. And, and almost everybody was able to stick with the diet. That's what surprised me. And regular American Academy of Family Practice, just doctors talking to people, telling them, like, when you eat that, then the blood flow to your heart decreases. And when you eat this, the blood flow to your heart increases. And so people, if they can really get the information, if they can see, um, you know, 91% reduction in angina in the first 24 days, somebody's got heart disease, that's something that makes people want to change their change their diet. Well, yeah, and Clinton, you know how he used to eat, former President Clinton, you know, Correct. McDonald's, and he was overweight, and he's so trim now because he said he wanted to live to see his grandchildren, and uh, Dr. Ornish got him on this plan that is really the plan that's been proven to, you know, reverse um, disease, including heart disease, which we hadn't really ever seen before. And in addition to the plant-based nutrition and the low, you know, oils, uh, what about stress reduction? That's part of the plan as well, right? Right. Um, stress reduction with yoga and meditation um, uh, or Tai Chi actually is one of the other things that uh, can decrease the uh, hormones like um, adrenaline and cortisol that are you know, measures of stress. So stress happens to all of us every day in different ways. You know, sometimes a parent dies, sometimes our house burns down, sometimes we're being left behind or our house has been broken into. A number of stress techniques happen, but breathing into the count of eight and breathing out to the count of eight three times, just that, breathing into the count of eight and breathing out to the count of eight three times is going to reduce your stress. Well, and the Tai Chi, that's how you met my dad because he was teaching you and then you've become good enough to teach yourself and you you helped my kids, by the way, over the summer because dad's pretty hard on my five, seven, and nine-year-old. I'm like, dad, Faith wasn't even in kindergarten. Like, give her a break. And he's like, Faith, get it together. Concentrate. <laughs> and so I saw you come over and help my kids to take the wrath of grandpa off them. Well, it's really fun to have an intergenerational thing that you can do that makes you all feel like you're in motion together, that doesn't make you break a sweat or breathe hard. You don't have to have special clothing or anything. Um, tai Chi is, uh, you can learn it online on YouTube. There's lots of books on it, and you can do it alone or in a group. So it's, it's quite easy to um, learn uh, Tai Chi. Meditation is just um, emptying the mind. If people are, people say, I do Bible study for 20 minutes a day, that's not meditation. Meditation from a Christian point of view might be, as you breathe in, say, thy will, as you breathe out, say, be done. Or make me, as you breathe in, an instrument of your love. I see. So just a repetitive statement because... It's just very some simply Christians... opening yourself up to, to let... Uh, 
uh, God work through your life. Yeah. And as a Christian myself, like I, I, I like that idea. My aunt's like, well, I don't know about meditation. And I'm like, you can make it whatever you want and you can make it Christian if you want. And so, um, like you said, just re- maybe repeating a Bible verse, even as you breathe in and out. And but breaking it's not it God two. bless this and God bless that. And can I have this? And will you do that? It's not, it's not about asking. It's not about, um, taking. It's, it's just about, erasing the board of our busy minds. I love that. All right, daily exercise. Let's get into that. And you put daily. It's a, The plan is daily. And again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about this article by Dr. Dean Ornish and um, Dr. Karen Verkota is joining us. And she has helped my father and my stepmother a lot with their nutrition. And this, this, can, this plan can reverse disease and get you healthy and help you lose weight. So we started with whole foods and plant-based uh, nutrition, then stress reduction. And now it says daily exercise, 30 minutes. It doesn't say a couple days a week. Well, um, it's really one hour a day has um, been, been found to be the most beneficial. But um, getting a step monitor and seeing how many steps you're taking in a day and increase by um, just a little bit, even by 10 steps a day, and try to get up towards 10,000 steps a day. You know that I wear a, um, a Fitbit pedometer type deal every day, and uh, University of Colorado here uh, uh, outside of Denver, uh, they they did a big study, and that 10,000 steps was a big part of it. And so that's what I try to get on most days, and it's not that difficult. I just stand more often. If I'm at a meeting, I'll stand in the back and kind of pace around. If I'm at one of my kids' sporting events, I'll walk circles around the gym. And I look around at other people at swim team practice, and they're all just sitting around. And I'm like, I'm not sitting around. I'm going to walk through the hallways. Right, and, and studies have shown that just – Keeping in motion throughout the day is um, as beneficial as doing an hour of exercise all at once. Oh, that's good to know. All right, because I didn't think I was doing much. But as I get older, I do feel like it it feels like more exertion to do 10,000 steps than it did, you know, when I was in my 20s. It was like whatever. But now it it actually makes me feel like, wow, I walked around a lot today because it's around five miles of walking. All right, I want Dr. Karen, I want to get into the loving community support system because there are four steps, whole foods, plant-based nutrition, stress reduction, daily exercise for 30 to 60 minutes, and then that loving community support system, which I think a lot of people overlook as uh, being beneficial to their mental and physical health. Well, I think people with chronic illnesses do benefit from being in uh, some sort of a support group. So if people have gone through uh, loss of a loved one, a grief support group, um, or if they have heart disease or cancer, to be in a support group, uh, just checking in with people on a regular basis. But for people without uh, identified chronic condition, I I think uh, family meals. Family meals are, um, and and with certain rules, like we don't talk about um, unpleasant things. We don't talk about tasks to do. We talk about how's your day been? How's it going for you? You know, what's your dreams and ideals for today? Um, uh, what's the you know, most uh, funny thing you saw? Or that you have some rules to make uh, conversation light and loving. I, I think that is so important. All right, Dr. Karen, can you give us a, a website or two that we can go to for more information? ForksOverKnives.com has um, all the information you need to uh, follow this healthy lifestyle. Excellent. Thanks, Dr. Karen. I can't wait to see you at uh, Family Camp, People's Camp this summer. Thanks, Angie. All right. All right, bye-bye now. Thank you so much. We'll be right back with the good news. The word and music that expresses his love for us. The new 810, Love Lives. 
KLVZ. Denver, this is Pastor John A. Moreland, Senior Pastor of the Denver Christian Bible Church. I'd like to invite you to join us for the radio program of Denver Christian Bible Church on our sister station. That's 1220 on the AM dial. You can find us Monday through Friday from 745 to 815. Again, that's 1220 on your AM dial every morning, Monday through Friday. And if you think we're having a good time on Therapy Tuesdays, wait until you join us as we walk through God's Word. It doesn't get any better than that. Come where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. God bless you. I know you have dreams and goals, but how do you reach them? Well, last year I learned. I met Carrie Conley with Infinite Nation. I attended her conference and I wrote out my vision. And so if people want to achieve their goals and attend the conference, Carrie, uh, you've got a discount for my listeners. Tell people what they'll learn. I do. So if you go to my website, infinitenation.com, you'll see all the information on the event of the year you do not want to miss if you plan to have a rock in 2015. My website is infinitenation.com. And we're two days of getting your vision down, uh, getting your mindset around money, learning how to market your business more effectively, uh, talking about health, writing a book for the year. It's truly everything and a great, big, awesome party called Viva La Vision planned for Friday night. And I see it as a roadmap to success that you give us the highways to take to reach the goals, really, you know. Your website again, Carrie? InfiniteNation.com. How do they get the discount? They can simply email me through my website at InfiniteNation.com. And mention Angie and you get a discount. That's right. Thanks, Carrie. I don't know about you, but I love to shop and I love a good deal. And my husband likes it when I get a good deal. You have to know about ARC Thrift Stores. On Saturdays, most items are half off. My friend Frances Owens, who's the former first lady you may know, also works for ARC. And she and I kind of have a running competition. Yes, we do. Now, what are some of the good deals you've gotten recently? Well, I just got a Dooney and Burke briefcase for $25. They run around three dollars to $400 perfect condition. I saw an Armani bag in there recently. I didn't get that one, but that was an incredible deal. I did get the coach bag, brand new with the tag still on it. It was worth about $200. And I paid, uh, I think it was $20. Well, I just have to say thank you to the people that are donating these things. Oh my gosh. There are so many amazing pieces you can find. They've got 22 locations and your website is if they want to find a location. www.arcthrift.org. And all the money helps people with disabilities. So you spend money and it goes to a great cause. Yay! The love of Christ lives on 810 KLVZ. All right, so maybe you're already thinking about the new year and the new you, and why not get a little started a little early? I'm already kind of on my health plan. Yes, I've been eating some cookies. I'll admit it's so hard when they're in the house. But Dr. Joe is here to kind of give us the basics, to get the ball rolling, to get on that healthy trail as we head into the new year and the new you. Hello, Dr. Joe. Hello, hello. So what are the basics? The basics are to remember that during the holidays, it's three days. Thanksgiving, which we already had, Christmas and New Year's, not November, December, January. And I've been saying it over and over again. I've had patients tell me that's the thing I'm remembering. It's like, you know what? On Christmas Day, like you said, okay, we're going to have fun and we're going to have a good time. But now thinking about, because if you think of it that way, the new year starts now, not January 3rd or January 15th or February 15th. You know, the new you starts now with changing your mindset, changing your thinking and saying, okay, 
do I want do I do I believe that next year can be better than this year? Maybe this year wasn't a bad year, but are you? But what's good enough? Are you settling for right now what you have in your life, or can it be better? Can your marriage be better? Can your health be better? Can your time with your family be better? Well, if you want it better, wishing and hoping is not enough. You have to have a plan, and so it all starts in your thinking first. That yes, I think that there are some changes I need to make. What am I going to keep doing this year to become a new me? And what am I going to stop doing now this year so that I can continue to grow and become better physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually? You know, one thing I think that you've kind of got me doing is thinking of myself as a healthy person in general. So when I did have the three peanut butter cookies with the chocolate kisses in the middle, they were small, by the way, um, then I just like, okay, well, then I'm back on track. I have my healthy grass-fed beef chili that my mom makes, and I have a healthy salad, and then I had some avocado with my, you know, on my breakfast. And so then I get right back on the right track. So it's not like I'm an always unhealthy person. I'm a periodically unhealthy person. Well, you've And you have put safeguards, if you would, in your life to where the slope isn't very slippery. So let's say you do go out to eat and you have <clears throat> food that's not really food. You do, you have the cheesecakes and the, the cookies and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you know that night you're going to get to bed at a decent hour. That morning you're going to wake up and have breakfast or go for your workout. You're going to spend time you know, reading positive things. You, you have things already programmed into your day that you're going to do that's going to pull you out of – the, the the trouble, if you would, that those cookies created or that those desserts created or the, 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 the one night of vacation meal created. But the thing is that so many people eat the plate of cookies and then stay up late because they're trying to get things done. So they never get a full night of sleep. They, they, they drink not enough water. They don't have an exercise routine. They don't have friends around them that feed positive things to them. And so that slippery slope just kind of goes a lot faster. Does that make sense? That's a good point because I've got yeah. my workout plan in place. You know, to get enough sleep, drink enough water. You know, take I take some certain, you know, supplements. So in general, I'm on a healthy plan. So let's just start. What Let's give the basics of the healthy plan. Number one for food, you always tell me eat real food eat real food you know this year i challenge people bake your own desserts bake your own cookies put things in there that you can pronounce sugar butter, butter sugar even or even sugars you know, honey you know um stevia if you're gonna get that fancy but raw sugar organic sugar you can find it now it's not hard to find you know uh, butter vanilla almond flour or coconut flour if you want to, some things that have a better response in your body when you eat it eat real food though don't be afraid of Eating food, you have to eat real food, yes. Yeah, and oils, you've really turned me on to like, you know, coconut oil and olive oil, you know, adding those to my salads, cooking with those, and not being afraid of healthy oils. The thing is, is that a lot of us get stressed out because we just simply don't have enough good fats in our brain, good fats mm -hmm. in our diet. And when you and when you put good fats in your body, whether it's a breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, um, then it shuts the craving off. So okay. if you want to burn fat, it sounds weird. If you want to burn fat, you have to give your fat. You have to give bra your brain fat so that it that your body can balance your hormones, stop the cravings, be satisfied with your eating, and then the process go to work on keeping you healthy. And as you get healthy, the weight takes care of itself. And you know, I wasn't eating the yolks, for instance. I was only eating the whites. And you said the yolks were good for my coat, and I told you I didn't want a coat. <laughs> I don't it's want good. a coat. Makes your hair shiny. Yeah, <laughs> makes your hair shiny. But again, because why? If God meant for the the chicken for not to eat the yolk then he wouldn't have put it in the egg so eat the whole egg 
All right, so let's get, okay, eat real food, stop eating ingredients you can't pronounce, lots of chemicals, try to eat more, you know, whole fruits, whole vegetables, grass-fed beef, um, you know, fish, real foods, and then should we touch on exercise? Your exercise is kind of interval training, and it only lasts like less than 15 minutes. If I could take one step back on the food thing, you know, eat food, but also what's, it's kind of like, you know, you want bonus points, right? You know, you want bonus points. Well, the thing is that when you eat something that's not food, it's made in a plant, not from a plant, it has like mega negative bonus points. So, you, so it's no extra credit. So, so, so you have <laughs> cookies, right? It, it, it's not even that. It even se- so, you could spend all week doing really good, and then if you had one day where you where you ate a lot of high fructose corn syrup, uh, Splenda, NutraSweet, aspartame, all those artificial hydrogenated hydrogen, oils, that not only just it's not like you're taking one day off. It may take your body seven like 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 one here's it goes one French fry from a McDonald's can literally take your body thirty to sixty days to process and get out of your system. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying just eat food. And I don't even care if it's sugar and and peanut butter and all those because because your body can process it can deal with that. Okay. But when you put artificial ingredients that chemicals, was, then it takes your body days if not months simply to get it out of that system and it really sabotages your efforts. So again, an exercise. You know, getting to that, yes, you have to move. And again, these are essentials, folks. I didn't make the rules. I just read all the science books on what makes these bodies of ours work the way God created them. And it says you have to eat real food. You have to minimize toxins. And you got to exercise. So get up the first thing in the morning, move around for three minutes, and then go take your shower. It's as simple as that. Yeah. It's consistency that matters. I run up and down the stairs, and I'll do squats and commercial breaks. And what I've learned from you is fast, slow, fast, slow, fast, slow. So I'll do a couple of minutes fast, and then I'll take a a minute off. And then I might just take you know four or five minutes off and do a whole segment and then do some squats again during the next commercial break and or go up and down the stairs a little bit if I have a little break in between shows. So um, And then, you know, drink your water. Yep. Um, you know, get a little bit of vitamin D into your body. If yep. you can't get enough sunlight, take some vitamin D3. That's yep. another important thing you've taught me. And uh, Take you care of your posture. Yeah, sit up straight. Take care of yourself. Find a, ma- find a maximized living doctor like by that. your office. <laughs> you know, get adjusted. It matters. But, by, but you need a maximized living chiropractic adjustment. That really turns the power on and makes everything else work really well. All right, Dr. Joe, what's your website? Spinegeek.com, S-P-I-N-E-G-E-E-K.com. Uh, check us out. You'll have fun. Merry Christmas, Dr. Joe. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.